all the way from the land down under, we welcome the Health Bloke Podcast. Talking all this wellness. You name it, the Health Bloke will discuss it, talk about it, or prove it. Whether it's about fitness, food, lifestyle, or more. He's a realist, he's relatable, and he's really good. So settle in, relax, and enjoy. Thanks, Josh, and uh, and thanks for the intro, mate. This is uh, it's a pretty exciting time for me, actually, to finally uh, get the Health Bloke podcast off the ground. It's been something that I've been meaning to do for over 18 months now, so I'm stoked to have finally got the Health Bloke podcast talking all things wellness off the ground. So so welcome, listeners, to my to my first edition. Um, and uh, I'd like to start off by just getting giving you a, a little bit of background about... Um, who I am, a bit about myself, both personally and professionally, and basically informing you guys uh, in terms of the direction of where the podcast will go in future episodes. Obviously, um, the focus is wellness, the focus in is health, uh, but there'll be plenty of interesting people that I think you'll benefit um, a lot of insight from, uh, both professionally and personally. Um, I guess, you know, when I said about... Uh, Starting the podcast, I thought, well, you know, obviously, wellness is a topic, health, fitness, lifestyle. Uh, who can I get on? And then I started writing down a few names of uh, people and clients and networks that I know. And and to date, I've got over a list of 120 people um, that are keen to get involved in the Health Plate podcast, which is pretty exciting. And uh, I can't wait to share them with you. I've got uh, global CEOs, I've got prof- professional sportsmen and women. I've got corporate execs, I've got doctors, surgeons, uh, current and former world champs, I've got musicians, media personalities, and then the old fitpreneurs, entrepreneurs, and instapreneurs, and uh, and even the old digital nomad, which is uh, becoming a pretty trendy uh, lifestyle as we speak. Um, but as I said, uh, the Health Boat Podcast is it's you know going to be informative. Um, the tagline is talking all things wellness, so it doesn't matter who I'll be speaking to, I'll always be reflecting on on that theme. Um, but I'll also be discussing you know your everyday diet, nutrition, exercise and lifestyle, sex, drugs and rock and roll, uh, relationships, fitness, future planning, um, even finance, and basically you know what's the X factor? You know what is it that makes my uh, my interviewee um, successful um, what are their what are their daily rituals what are their mantras um, what's their what's their motto I remember um, a few years ago doing a doing a workshop with an American guy and he said hey Tori what's your mantra and I thought what's my mantra uh, and it got me thinking and then uh, I talked about it to my, to my wife I said well, what, what do we sort of stand for what's uh, What's our lifestyle ambition? Um, and as much as we respect working and, and, and we like the idea of having a nice house and sending the kids to a good school and all this sort of stuff, our, uh, our common goal is probably be, to be time millionaires, to do what we want, when we want, um, and where we want to do it. So our mantra uh, might sound pretty token, but it's an acronym um, and it's love. And our mantra is living our vacation every day. So, so we're in the space um, of trying to develop a, a business model or a number of business models where in the foreseeable future, then that mantra will be, be front and centre and we'll be uh, talking the talk, walking the walk, so to speak. However, um, 
you know, I think going forward for you guys as, as, as my listeners, if you want something or if you want to hear from somebody or if there's an educational topic or, or something that you want clarification on, certainly uh, hit me up with some feedback or send me an email um, or, or get in contact with me because the health and fitness space is one of those spaces that uh, probably daily, um, more so than weekly, there is always some information coming out that contradicts something from the day before, um, which is probably really taking a little bit of credibility out of the in- industry. And I think more so today with um, the Insta-famous people, we do not necessarily need the uh, the academics uh, and the qualifications slash the piece of paper. Um, it's more prevalent. So I really encourage you guys as, as my listeners and as my audience to give me some feedback uh, what do you want? Who do you want to hear from? And if there are any particular topics around diet, lifestyle, finance, fitness, whatever it might be, um, and I'll certainly do my very best to uh, to source the expert in that industry. But in terms of the podcast in itself, my interviewing style will be uh, pretty casual yet informative because I really want my my guests uh, to engage in the podcast and actively participate in, in the interview and give you guys as my listeners a good insight as to who they who they are you know where have they come from why are they where they are today what has made them successful whether that be the corporate CEO whether that be the world champion whether they be a comedian a musician or whoever they may be I think Hopefully, over the journey, we'll see and we'll understand that there are some common traits um, amongst these very successful people. Um, I'll also be asking them simple questions. Um, I love the simple, you know, Q and A's. You know, what motivates them? What value do they put on health? What value do they put on wellness? Um, and also get them to uh, put a value on success, um, you know, or, or even money for that matter. And also, do they believe in future planning? Um, do they have any role models or mentors? Uh, I think that's really, uh, really an interesting one because I think everyone certainly needs a uh, a buddy um, in the business space. Um, I'll also have my standard health bloke questions, um, which I tend to do at any keynote that I, I go to. I've got five questions where I'll get the audience to stand up and actively participate in five pretty simple questions. Um, and it doesn't matter whether I'm speaking to a thousand people or, or ten people in an executive boardroom, less than five percent of the audience are standing because um, they can answer affirmative to all the questions. So I'll certainly be asking my uh, my guests, my uh, my interviewee, the, these questions and uh, see if there's a, a common theme amongst that, or does the five percent strike rate continue? Um, I've all, also got some ripping uh, ripping questions around. Um, uh, you know, what they like more, whether that be exercise versus a movie, savory versus sweets, etc. So just some really uh, top 10, uh, give me a, li- a list and, and getting into the nitty gritty. However, um, you know, you guys as my as my audience are probably tuning in thinking what qualifies me as a health bloke to uh, to start my own podcast and I'd like to give you a little bit of an insight as to, to who I am and where I've come from. I guess... Uh, I was fortunate enough, you know, I was the third child, uh, two older sisters, grew up in, on the Mornington Peninsula uh, in Victoria, Australia, and um, had, a, had a, you know, a, a loving mother and father that had a great relationship as well, and they, uh, dad was self-employed, had a good an accountancy firm, 
um, and sent me to a private boys' school from uh, from prep. Probably back in those days, I didn't respect or understand um, the effort that both mum and dad went into to sacrifice and, and put me through the, that schooling system. Um, and I certainly was never the greatest student. And I guess one of the um, key uh, things that I took away from uh, my dad's guidance, and I'd certainly he certainly influenced my career as to, to where I am today, um, he, he gave me one piece of advice that I, I've never forgotten and I've often brought up. And he said, Tori, he said, I don't care what you do, but whatever you do, be self-employed. And, and for me, you know, I was a jock. I always wanted to play, uh, play AFL football. That was my, my childhood ambition. Uh, but I was never fast enough, skillful enough or good enough. Uh, I suffered a shoulder reco, a knee reco, four front teeth, still couldn't make it. Um, so that jock then had to go and become educated and... and I then found the appropriate course that uh, I was able to go to university every day and still play sport, and that was human movement. And I, I did a human movement degree up at the Ballarat University, Ballarat U- University, which is now the Federation University. Uh, it was a fantastic course, met some ripping people out of it, uh, but again, came out of that course three years later, uh, and there weren't a lot of job, job opportunities back then. So human movement graduates many of my peers went on and did a grad dip in rehab uh sorry a grad dip in education and became PE teachers i sort of tried that uh that field but it it didn't it didn't gel with me i didn't love it i wasn't passionate about it so i then went and deferred from uni and dug holes for a couple of years and became a landscape gardener um and still with dad's message in the back of my mind saying whatever you do be self-employed i thought perhaps i'd like to be a um landscape garden it was quite creative it was outdoors it was physical um, and i could see myself owning and operating that business i uh, then started an apprenticeship and and was enjoying it for a period of time and then uh, the fellow that i was doing an apprenticeship under got away from the landscape design slash architecture and gardening and more into um, tree lopping and i was more or less just a a little rabbit down the bottom that would pick up pick up a branch and put it through the uh, the um, chipping machine, the mulching machine, and doing that day on day wore a little thin. Um, so I threw the towel in on the uh, the landscape gardening apprenticeship and went back to uni, completed the HM degree, um, and then went on and did a grad dip in exercise for rehabilitation um, at Victorian University in uh, in Footscray and also in Melbourne at night school. Uh, after that, I was fortunate enough to get a sports science scholarship at the Victorian Institute of Sport and worked there for 12 months um, with athletes across a number of different sports, which was which was a great insight um, and certainly something that I could have pursued. But uh, back then, I got the travel bug and uh, along with a couple of mates, packed my backpack, saved some money and headed over to Europe uh, starting in Asia and travelled for a period of eight months um, back in the uh, in the mid '90s, actually, so when there was no Facebook, when there was no um, Instagram, where there were no mobile phones, if you wanted to uh, contact your family, you'd write them a letter, or you might go into an internet cafe, where few, which were few and far between, believe it or not. So once I left, uh, you didn't really touch base with Australia or any of your family and friends for a long period of time. I then ran out of money, um, probably eight months in, 
and uh, a few of my mates were living in London, so I hightailed it to London and was fortunate enough to get a job for Bupa as an exercise physiologist. Uh, many of my close mates who were working in the stock market and finance industry, earning a lot of money in the 90s. I was working for Bupa as an exercise physiologist, which didn't really pay well. So I then started my own personal training business and I was subcontracting out of three different gyms before and after work just to get a little bit more money um, on the pound so we could continue the travels uh, around Europe on the weekends and and certainly later on once I'd saved a bit more money. I stayed there. I was fortunate enough to have an ancestry visa, so I stayed well over the two years and then I had to make a decision whether I was to stay in London and grow uh, the business, which was back then... Um, True Health Personal Training, True Health being a, a bit of a play on words, my surname is Truett, so True uh, True Health Personal Training came out of that. I decided that I didn't want to live in London forever, it was great, I loved the long summer, but I hated the winter and hated the cold, so I came back to Australia in 2001 um, after the millennium and there was the Y2K bug, certainly didn't hit London, came back to uh, Melbourne um, and launched my business and I remember doing a business plan with my dad again and I had to go to the bank and borrow $20,000, got a van, put some equipment in the van and started PTing around Melbourne, um, just driving around uh, in parks and gardens in, in 2001, um, which was great. I loved it. It was very labor intensive, but I thought being busy was being successful. Um, but how, how much have I learned since then? And if I reflect back on some of the clients I did and where I traveled to and what I did for the amount of money, uh, you'd laugh. So uh, that's probably a conversation for another day. Um, but early on in my, uh, in, in my personal training business in Melbourne, I was lucky, lucky enough to win a few corporate con- contracts. And some of the companies I'm still with today with over 1,200 employees, and I have staff on site six hours a day um, which is great. So my business now is is you know still I've still got an element of personal training in there with uh, with ten personal trainers that work within the True Health model, but we also do um, True Health uh, corporate conditioning, which might be anything from an on-site corporate wellness program to drug and alcohol testing, cholesterol t- testing, yoga, Pilates, massage, um, health assessments, ergonomic assessments wellness seminars, you name it, we do it. And probably over the last 10 years in Australia, uh, during the mining boom, we were lucky enough to win a a few contracts up the east coast of Australia, some of which we still have today too, which is is great and gives us further exposure um, to employees across different industries. And, you know, I guess my passion for health uh, has really come about by working closely with people um, I am a people person. I like to engage in people. I like to see people happy. I like to see people productive, and I like to see them successful. Um, and for me, I think uh, a big part of becoming successful is looking after yourself and prioritizing yourself um, as as the number one um, priority, which I think very few of us do today. So I guess I believe I've got the uh, the correct qualifications in terms of education and, and understanding, and I've now been self-employed for over 16 years. So my dad's, uh, my dad's direction at an early age saying, I don't care what you do, but whatever you do, be self-employed, I've certainly ticked that box. Um, on a personal level, I guess, 
Um, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have a, a beautiful wife. I've been married for eight years. I've got uh, three kids. I've got a seven-year-old daughter, Indy, um, a six-year-old boy, Tommy, and a three-year-old boy, Billy. Um, and they are a big part of my life. I really love engaging with them and spending a lot of time with them. And outside of uh, outside of my work life and my family life, I've also got a bit of a passion for running. Um, you may say it's an obsession. I say it's for me, it's really good. Australian rules football, as I mentioned, because I wasn't good enough. I've, uh, I've completed 15 marathons and, and 12 ultra marathons. And I think my highlight of the marathon career is probably um, as, as uh, earlier as last year, I did the 2016 New York Marathon. Um, fortunate enough to do it with my wife, which was great, but I also did it with two really close mates that I've grown up with since I was two years old. So, um, you know, to, to travel to America to, for the first time, complete the New York Marathon with 50,000 runners, 2 million spectators, with two of your closest mates, it was, uh, it was a pretty special time. Um, in terms of ultra marathons, if, if any of you like the longer stuff or or uh, are keen on getting involved in ultra marathons, I certainly can't go past the Comrades Ultra Marathon in South Africa. Um, you know, to run 90 kilometres with uh, with 20,000 athletes on a hilly course is enough of a test. Um, but uh, not to mention you're also racing against the clock. I think there's a 12-hour cutoff, and if you don't make certain points, they drag you off the course. It's a, it's a huge event over there. It's really is equivalent to the Melbourne Cup in Australia. Um, all the South Africans between Peter Marisberg and Durban get out and they support you from 5.30 in the morning till 5.30 at night. It's televised. Um, it's a real hype and, and there are a lot of international runners there uh, today that are going to challenge themselves. And I guess I've been fortunate enough to run it four times. Um, I think my slowest time is uh, 8 hours 27 and my, my fastest is 8 hours and 4 minutes. But I think... Uh, that isn't a fantastic event to experience. Um, but apart from that, I really am a, a, a people person. As I mentioned earlier, I'm a realist. I love a glass of red. I love a few beers with my, my mates. Uh, I'm passionate about the Hawthorne Football Club in, in the AFL uh, and been fortunate enough to go to a number of grand finals in the last few years and, and really uh, embrace their success. Um, but again, I think that success has come from, you know, uh, some really good, uh, some leadership, some really good uh, um, direction. Um, and, and as I say to people, it's just that constant commitment to the cause and, and the Hawthorne Football Club have really, uh, really focused on what they want to achieve um, and gone out to achieve that. Um, and again, I guess, you know, if you look at uh, look at me as, as the health bloke, um uh, I'm certainly not anal with uh, with my food or, or with my exercise. I, I do do some uh, you know I do regular exercise. There's no doubt about that. I probably exercise four or five days a week, um, but I'm not obsessed about it. I, I eat good food, but again, I'm not anal about my food. I, I include all food groups. I uh, uh, you know I, I eat sugar. I eat chocolate. I probably overdose on caffeine. If anything, you know I, I couldn't function uh, without my uh, my morning latte. But, but for me, life is an opportunity, so it's, it's about most making the most out of it um, and, and being the best version of who you are because the person you want to be has already been taken.
stop comparing yourself with others. I really do encourage people to stop comparing themselves with other people, but just look at your assets, look at your qualities, look at who you are and what you stand for, and then let's look at improving on those rather than making comparisons, you know, and you've heard the old saying, the grass is always greener, just focus on you as, as the number one, and let's uh, let's look at how we can improve you on an individual, both personally and professionally, and what I want to do uh, through the Health Bloke podcast, talking all things wellness, is really focus on that improvement um, through health, and encourage you guys as my audience to make health a habit. So again, thanks, this is just a, a brief um, intro in, term, in terms of what the Health Bloke podcast stands for, the direction I'm going in. Um, it is going to be everything about wellness. It is going to be informative. It is going to be a pretty relaxed atmosphere in terms of my interviewing style, but I do have some fantastic guests that I reckon you'll get a heap out of, uh, but I encourage you to give me some feedback. You know, Tell me what you want. Tell me who you want to hear from, um, and if you've got any questions, concerns, queries about my industry, the health and fitness industry, about wellness, um, certainly hit me up, but you know, subscribe. Send people your link, jump on board because the Health Bloke Podcast is here to stay. I'll be talking all thing, things wellness and uh, I, I encourage you to make health a habit. Thanks once again and uh, hope you enjoy it. Cheers. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Health Bloke Podcast, talking all things wellness. If you haven't subscribed, please do. Leave a review or share, as we all know that the Health Bloke wants everyone to make health a habit.